Thank you so much for joining the FinGen Show. It's really a pleasure to have today on our show, Betty. I'm going to have her tell you a little bit about who she is and what she's done before. And I'm going to ask a few questions. As you know, the goal of the show is to break any myths about entrepreneurship, leadership, culture, globalization, and community that we are serving or that we're in. So with that, Betty, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me, Paris. It's, it's a pleasure. Yeah, same here. I'm really looking forward to digging a little bit deeper on some of the conversations we've had before. So maybe you could just tell us initially, like, who's Betty? What did you do before and what are you doing now? Okay, so... Well, nutshell, obviously, we can spend... <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep it brief. So I came to the United States when I was 35, 30 years ago. Do the math. <laughs> um, yeah, and I only had $500 in my pocket. Um, I was raised to think that, you know, you get a good education, get a good job, and you're set. And that's exactly what I did. I was in corporate America for 30-odd years here in the U.S. You know, for $500, I got myself to become financially independent. And then I started making, being unhappy We're, with where I was at, I was making six digits with the Bank of America, um, but I wasn't happy. There was something inside me that was driving me to do something else. And so here I am today, I'm, I have a financial service practice and I'm just moving my practice from California to Nevada. So I'm kind of expanding. I moved from California to Nevada in May, May 6th. Wow, Betty, I mean, there's so much to unfold here, you know, so being an immigrant in your country, and it sounds like you came when you were zero years old, because you're now 35, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you're welcome. Um, uh, and, you know, I'm assuming that you have had lots of challenges through that, but also being in corporate America, I mean, a lot of people dream about having the job that you had, right? Just being able to stay, stabilize in a large corporations. And you, I mean, it sounded like you were doing really some interesting, good work. Uh, I'm curious what, you know, when you say unhappy, what, is there one thing specifically that triggered you to think about this? And how long have you been thinking about starting your own, you know, financial, you know, journey per se? So um, the last five years, I've actually been, I've gotten interested in financial services only because I saw the need and the miseducation that people, they, people don't really know. They think that they're investing when they're actually speculating in the market, right? So I'm up to really want to educate people who think that way. Um, so I work in Bank of America, so I know the ins and outs. I could have worked for Merrill Lynch, which I didn't. I, what I wanted was a holistic approach. So um, because I was working full time, I could not, I could not um, go into business right away. So I inched little by little, right? I wanted to get good first, see if I, this is really what I wanted to do. And finally, I pulled the trigger and COVID pull the trigger for me. So it's though, you know, sometimes bad things trigger good things. Wow, what a story. I mean, it sounds like there's more even to it <laughs> than what I'm hearing here. So with COVID last year, kind of like 
made you maybe give you a little bit of time to think about why are you driving or why are you going to where you're going versus you could be doing all this other stuff. Why yeah. financials? Why not anything else? I mean, you could have been a real estate agent. You could have been, you know, anything else you wanted to do. Why did you choose financials? I think because when I was new in this country, um, it was very difficult for me to understand how money works. It's like I could not find anyone to talk to me and advise me of what I needed to do. And I know that that's very important. They don't teach it in school. So I approached this business, not really as a business, but as a way to educate. So, Love it. Yeah. so it's somewhat, somewhat from your passion, right? Maybe because you've been working in the financial world for a long time. It seems like it might've come. I don't know. I'm just asking, you know? Yeah, um, it's more that, and I think I just want to be able to get people into. I'm I'm not wealthy. I don't live in a in a mansion, but I'm financially independent. I could stop now and not work at all and not earn a single penny. I want that for every American, and it doesn't happen overnight, right? No. So I have to reach people and talk to them. It's important to start early when it comes to financial savings, you know, for your future. And you have to do it right. You just don't shoot from the hip and, you know, you buy stocks here and there. You have a Robin Hood account and you think that you're you're an investor. You aren't. <laughs> well, I think this is a perfect time to take a short break and we'll be right back to continue our conversation with Betty. Thank you, Betty. We'll be right back. All right. Uh, thanks for uh, rejoining here. So, Betty, I mean, there is just so much. I feel like we could probably spend two, three hours and not be done with this conversation. So I want to just, uh, you know, you started this whole thing in the middle of a, a pandemic, a global pandemic, not even a regional mm -hmm. or a nation pandemic, a global pandemic. What has been your journey? Like, can you give me, I'm sure you had lots of ups and downs. And I've said this before, you might have heard it before as well, which is, entrepreneurship journey can be as high as high and low as low all the same moment. <laughs> yes. So I'm curious, maybe you can give us just one highlight. I mean, the probably many of the high points that you felt like you accomplished and maybe one low point that you felt like through your journey this last year or two that you felt like, you know, this was a, a low point or you learned something from this one incident. Right. So I think for me, the low point would be really like, building my my clientele right I just really started seriously two years ago and you know when you start you're you're not great when you start it, it's a process but really what drove me was my desire my heart to become successful because if when I'm successful that means I've helped a lot of people and that's what it's all about um, it's also not the, the money that's driving me, but of course, I'd be lying if I say that there's not a lot of money in this business. There is, right? And that's why I'm also doing it. But I think, um, I think the important thing is to just follow your heart, follow um, what, what makes you happy. And this is what makes me happy, being in an office, you know, and talking to people that's like, 
oh my God, when is Friday coming, right? It's like everybody's looking for Friday on Monday. So that's not me. I couldn't today. I don't know what Monday and Friday is. It's like every day is, is a weekend for me because now I'm an entrepreneur. I can do whatever I want. I can go kayaking. I can go, you know, to the gym, to yoga class, whenever I feel like it. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. I always tell people uh, the good and bad news about entrepreneurship is you get to work half days. You get to just choose which 12 hours days you want to work. It's like, <laughs> you know, what's Monday? You know, what's Friday? What's the weekend? Yeah, you're always working. <laughs> it's all good. Thank you so much. This is, uh, you know, this is awesome. You know, so looking back at what you did last, since, you know, the last year or two that you've been doing this, you know, reflecting back, is there something that you feel like you wish you would have known back then that you know now, or you feel like it would have helped you if you knew back then? I wish I started earlier, um, following my dreams, following my bliss. Um, I was afraid. And so I think fear is really the enemy of entrepreneurship, right? We're all afraid. Um, but I think, I believe now looking back, I believe everyone has the capacity to, to get to create the world that they want to be in, if they want to, if they're willing to, right? And it's, of course, it's not always blissful every day, but if you're willing and know, know that when you step back, it's, it, it's, a momentum to move forward yeah it's just a momentum to be able to move forward yes yeah i mean you know i agree i think it's a lot of times uh, fear can make you afraid and you know there are as you know there are all kinds of types of entrepreneurs those though i call them the can be entrepreneurs and those who have no choice but to be an entrepreneur so when you have no choice you have no choice but when you can be fear definitely plays a big factor because if you don't have to be, why should you risk anything? Not that you are risking, but there is some risk of starting it because we just don't know yet, especially in the beginning. Betty, thank you so much for making time. Uh, if there was one advice you wanna leave with the aspiring entrepreneurs today, what would, you, what would you tell them? Take the first step, learn, be brave. Don't be afraid, you can do it. If Follow your heart. You have to know why you're doing it. That's very important. Your why um, will drive you. And cool. I think, yeah. Well, again, thanks a million. I appreciate you being here and I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon again. Thanks, Betty. Thank you, Ferris. Thank you so much.